morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Tuesday. It's the 25th day of August 2020. My name is Nick. Hey, everybody. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. We are back in the studio doing the show live for Boise. Hopefully you had a good kickoff to your week. We try to continue that today with a look towards streaming dumbass over the course of the show today. Of course, we also are celebrating Metallica week here on the morning after, giving you a couple of chances to win some pretty cool Metallica prizes from us, including another pass to the drive-in to see Metallica this Saturday. This one at the Terrace Drive-In happening in Caldwell, uh, which will be that way for the rest of the week for us. So if you want to go check them out in Caldwell this weekend, you might want to continue listening to the old morning after this week, specifically right around Pop Culture Smackdown time, because it's imperative. That's how you win, you see? Yeah. Of course, we have these all week as well and throughout the day, so listen to Jason Drew and to Adam and to Randy as well for your chance to win some more drive-in passes. So... We got the hookup, and we'll also hook you up with a another uh, quality album. SNM two is happening yeah. this Friday from Metallica. Oh, oh. That's going to happen at Bad Impression, so we're excited for that. Have you decided in what way you will procure this album? There are several different ways you can do so. Uh, yeah, usually I just wait around until somebody sends it to me. But I mean, so. you have no interest in the the DVD or the the Blu-ray, I should say, or oh. the vinyl or any of that stuff. Well, let's see. I, I mean, Blu-ray, sure. If there's a digital version of that, like you can uh, available to watch on some sort of uh, download thing. Because you don't have a Blu-ray player. Well, I do, but it's just you know, right now I don't have the couch, so I can't sit there and enjoy it. <laughs> but it's coming. The couch is coming. Uh, Blu-ray would be good, man. That's how. I mean, I don't know. I've watched S and M two like a billion times. S and M one, you mean? I, well, yeah, S and M one. Um, so yeah, but you know, one way or another, I'm gonna be listening to it all day. All day. Hell yeah. So that's coming out on Friday. Hopefully you're excited for that. Of course, we'll also do some streaming dumbass over the course of the show today, too. So it's going to be a fairly good Tuesday. We at least we hope. We start with some music, some Pearl Jam to be specific. This is Daughter here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Alright, Big J, let's get into some important stuff. The Gem State added eight new deaths, two in Ada, three in Kootenai, and one in Bonneville, two in Shoshone, reported 207 confirmed, 43 new probable cases on Monday. So that puts us up to 30, 000, over 30,000, 30,070 to be exact, confirmed and probable cases since the pandemic began in March. But there's some good news to that, i.e. the state is down 97 on average cases per day in the last two weeks, which is great, right? Yeah, yeah. And in the right direction. So we're down under uh, the 400 barrier, which was the key to not be considered a hotspot anymore, which is very, very good. And there's a lot of factors in that. Police, or excuse me, police health officials credit the uh, the mask mandate as well as people just plain staying home a little bit more. And one of the reasons we're doing that, air quality is awful, Big it's yeah, bad out there. It is. Uh, and the air quality alert that was supposed to expire yesterday has been expanded. Uh, it's going all the way until tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m., according to the Idaho Department of Environmental Quality. Basically, uh, last week, an orange air alert was issued because smoke from numerous wildfires in Oregon, here in Idaho, and California continue to burn. But we are considered to be in an unhealthy for sensitive groups category currently. Does not affect the general public, but if you've got some, you know, asthma issues or some uh, breathing issues that you already require some assistance, it's going to be rough out there for you for the next 24 plus hours. So 
keep that in mind. We're having orange air quality alert here at least until 3 p.m. on Wednesday. And you never know, that could extend as well like it did uh, yesterday. So keep an eye out uh, and uh, make sure you are breathing well and not out there too much unless you have to be because it is yeah. it is not pretty out there right now. The rain helped a little bit, I thought, though, yesterday. Did you get any of that down in middle? Just a little yeah, bit. Not a whole hell of a lot, but nice little summer storm happened a little bit late last night. Miami Heat swept the Indiana Pacers out of the playoffs with a 99-87 victory. Bucks win over the Magic pretty easily. Milwaukee now leads that series three games to one. Thunder over the Rockets by three. That series is tied at two apiece. Lakers beat the Blazers, so now the Lakers lead that series three games to one as well. On the ice, Islanders took their first game of the second-round series against the Flyers, 4 to nothing, And the Stars beat the Avalanche, 5-2. to two, So Dallas is up two games to nothing in that second-round series. Hopefully you are excited if you're a Trivium fan. They're going to live stream a free concert coming up on Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern. That's 1 p.m. Idaho time on Matt Heafy's Twitch channel. If you follow Matt on, on Twitch, you can check out a full Trivium live concert for free. Although the event is titled The Deepest Cuts, it's going to take place at that rehearsal space that they set up in Orlando. And is that the uh, the hangar? The, the hangar, yeah. Beautiful. And so they're going to go deep on some of their playlist stuff. So if you're a Trivium fan, you might want to check that out this Saturday. So if you plan your Saturday correctly, you could see a Trivium free show and then head out to drive-in to see Metallic on Three Days Grace later that night. That could be a Saturday full of rock if yeah. you plan out ahead of correctly. So there's us giving you your heads up on how to do your weekend. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Some send nudes. It's Streaming Dumbass on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday we play Streaming Dumbass. It is where we pick apart some streaming movies and we strip away the actors, the creators of the studio that brought you stuff. And we're left with just something called a very brief plot description. Based on that plot description, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah, man. Uh, I will say this. There is a common theme among all three movies. I will not tell you what that common theme is in advance. I feel like it might taint things in your decision. Uh, And if there's one thing you've always told me, it is keep you away from taints. And so that's what I'm going to do. So you have to decide a movie, and then I will tell you the common theme. Got it? Okay. All right. Movie number one. An up-and-coming journalist at the New York Post becomes plagued by voices and seizures. As weeks progress, the reporter quickly moves deeper into insanity, behavior shift from violence to catatonia. After a series of tantrums, misdiagnoses, and a lengthy hospital stay, a doctor's last-minute intervention enables him to give a diagnosis and a chance to rebuild life. Movie number two. Hmm. Rebel groups based in Florida enact violent attacks on Cuba, bombing hotels and murdering innocent beachgoers in retaliation. The Cuban government deploys an elite group of spies to take down the terrorist groups from the inside, leading to an almost all-out war. Hmm. Movie number three. Dalton is one of the most successful people in his business until he and some of his friends find themselves in jail for all the wrong reasons. Using words and wit to win the hearts and minds of the American public, Dalton attempts to rebuild his credibility, which may prove harder than he thinks. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Ah, man. I don't know. Um, Dalton. I like the name Dalton. Let's go with movie number three. All right. You want Roadhouse. So Roadhouse. Uh, the common theme. Could you guess it? Politics? No, not politics. Uh, but they all are based on true stories. Oh, okay. That is the common Great. theme. Great. There's all a true story behind it. You passed on movie number one. 
That was called Brain on Fire. That stars Chloe Grace Mortz and Carrie Ann Moss. Oh, man. You passed on movie number two. That was called Wasp Network. That stars Penelope Cruz and Edgar Martinez. You will be watching movie number three, which is called Trumbo. Oh, Trumbo. Trumbo? Starring Brian Cranston and Diane Lane. Yes, the true story of Dalton Trumbo, Big J. Nice. Who you may understand as the uh, the Hollywood blacklisting story, which you may have heard of a little bit in school. Yeah, the, the guy who recorded conversations. Uh, pardon? Okay, never mind. Are you thinking of Richard Nixon? No. Who recorded conversations? No, this is more about the uh, the the uh, wrongful attaching of Hollywood to the Communist Party. Oh, and okay. How they got blacklisted for things that they never actually did. That's what this is more about. Big well, J. That. will be watching Trumbo, and he will tell you how it's all about tomorrow. You can watch that as well if you'd like to play the home game. Inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center, we find ourselves brought to you by Can Do Showers Insurance. Here is Dylan. There's a crash at Franklin and Five Mile, blocking lanes in multiple directions. So expect. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The pandemic has caused shortages of some things that we have talked about in the past: Clorox wipes, toilet paper, Dr Pepper. But it's also caused shortages of less obvious things. For instance, desks and chairs, Big J. Oh, boy, yeah. Analytics companies have say between the July 11th and August 15th, the search rank for desk rose about 600%. It's only second to another search that's fairly new that probably shouldn't surprise you either, face mask. So face mask is the number one search for products. Number two is desk. Terms kid desk rose nearly 4,000%, while computer desk rose 257%. So if you've had any issue finding desks online, you're not alone. IKEA even told USA Today that it's experiencing some supply delays due to the pandemic and advises customers to check online or download the IKEA app to determine product availability in their local store prior to visiting. Have you guys? Did you guys do that or did you just go and uh, window shop? Window shop. And you found what you wanted? Yeah. It's nice. Experts say, but was one of those things a desk? No. Experts say one, you should consider making other pieces of furniture into a desk or borrowing one from a friend. And remember, you can always look online at resale places like eBay, OfferUp, and Facebook Marketplace to find one. Ironically, uh, two days ago, I was looking for a desk. <laughs> and I didn't find anything that I liked. There was that, too. Uh, but I, I saw this today, and I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's why this selection is so lax. It's everybody and their grandpa's looking for a desk right now because of homeschooling and home officing and all that kind of stuff. So when you sit down and you think about it, you go, oh, yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense as to why things would be a little more difficult to locate than usual. Uh, The 76ers have fired their head coach, Big J. Brett Brown is now looking for a gig one day after the team was swept out of the first round of the playoffs by the Boston Celtics. Brown was with Philadelphia for seven years, was part of the quote-unquote process, but that process appears to have derailed off the tracks, and now 76ers are going to have to do some rebuilding, I think, because the Ben Simmons uh, Joel Embiid tandem is not working. And it didn't work when they had Jimmy Butler either. So they've got some issues here, and they'll have to figure out what's next. But it ain't going to be under the tutelage of Brett Brown, that's for sure. Hopefully you're excited for the new Ozzy Osbourne biography, The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne. Trailer dropped yesterday. Show is set to debut on September 7th on A&E at 7 o'clock. In the clip, Ozzy addresses his two different personalities, saying, I'm a split personality. Ozzy Osbourne and John Osbourne. That's two different people. John? 
I want to talk to that guy. As a kid, I was afraid of everything, so you just crawl into your hole, you know? You're easy prey for bullying, so when you do that, a bit of booze or dope or whatever, you go, oh, bleep, I found it. I can never get there again. Alcohol and dope and being a class clown, all sorts of kind of sums it up a little bit. So it goes into the life of how John Osborne became Ozzy Osborne and the personality that uh, developed from there. The trailer also features some celebrity tutorials about the rocker, including uh, Rick Rubin, Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie, Post Malone pops in there, and of course, Ozzy's family as well. So you can get ready. The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne premieres in about uh, two weeks on A&E. You gonna watch? Uh, maybe. You're not gonna watch. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we're gonna go to hell. You're invited to join us. On 100.3, the X rocks. We are going to Largo, Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story, and everybody has a breaking point, Big J. Especially in Florida. (laughs) At some point, uh, we're all going to have to just go, that's all I can stands and I can't stands no more. Popeye style. And it's just (laughs) going to be the end of the road. And there's a lot of weird things happening in this story, so let me let me preface that right off the bat. But we're going to Largo to meet 40-year-old Nicole Dozo- Dozios. And she lives with her father, Big J. Oh, caregiver. Wonderful. 59-year-old father in a trailer park in Largo. It's near the Tampa Bay area, if you will. But where it gets weird is uh, Nicole and her father share a bed in the bedroom. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be bashful. That's straight up creepy. I mean, like, I get taking care of your parents, but like, hey, I'll crash on the couch, Dad. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, I... I... You said they were living together. Yeah, no, no. like just uh, staying over one night. But here's... here. The weird thing about the story is that's all they say about it. It's not like they get into detail like about it. Like, it's normal. Like, right. Like, yeah, they just share a bed and a bedroom together. Yeah, like, it's, hang on. it's normal. That's a grown adult woman who's 40 years old and her 59-year-old dad. So that's not why the story is a thing. But I just thought that was really, really interesting. Either way, police got called to the residence at 2 o'clock on Sunday morning. Uh, that is because Nicole got super pissed at her dad, quote, due to his flat flatulence. And an argument ensued. So basically, he was farting so bad that he woke her up in the middle of the night, right? Oh, man. Awkward. Gross. So, I mean, we're hitting bad news uh, quintuplets here, you know? I mean, listen, you're 40 years old, you're in a hole, you're stuck at home with your dad, you're in a trailer park, you're sharing a bed with him, and he's, you know, basically crapping the bed, (laughs) farting so bad that you're waking him up, that he wakes you up. So that's not good, So, how did she settle the argument, Big Dave? By just tossing some haymakers at him, okay? Yeah, that'll solve it. Oh, she started beating her father about the neck and face, punching him, quote, numerous times, according to the police report. Upon responding to the residence, cops noticed that the victim had a, quote, bloody left eye and scratches all over his neck as a result of the attack. So, Nicole was arrested for a domestic battery and took into the county jail. She was later released on her own recognizance. Uh, She's pleaded not guilty. I'm not sure how that works. But she has been ordered to have a no-contact order by a judge. Uh, This is not the first time she's been arrested for domestic battery. In fact, back in 2018, she allegedly got into a fight with her sister and punching her in the face several times. Why? Apparently over some dinner. 
So uh, the littlest thing seems to set Nicole off. Not that farts are a little thing. I mean, I can imagine anybody going, all right, already with that. Yeah. But also there's a difference between I'm going to go and no longer share a bed with you, father, and I'm going to go into the living room, and now it's time for me to start throwing haymakers at your face, and we'll see which one of these land. But she so chose the latter way to go. And so that's how that ended. We'll see how the whole case works out. She's not doing court until the end of next month, but she's got to have a place to stay. And uh, listen, I'm not sure she'll ever find anybody that's not going to fart, Big J. You know, I mean, that's just a part no, of life. Yeah. That's part of being in a domicile with somebody. At some point, you hear the other person fart. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah. Now, I can understand how you could reach your limit with that, but there are ways to go about that and conversations to be had as opposed to punches to be thrown. But that doesn't appear to be how Nicole solves problems. Maybe an increase in fiber and diet. <laughs> that may actually bring on more farts. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Offspring, come on, play here on the morning after with Nicky Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Normally, we have told you on several different occasions, you might want to stay away from the first incarnation of technology. You know, wait, wait for them to get the kinks out a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Before you decide that you're going to throw down a bunch of money or whatever. But here's something that I am all in on technology for, and I like it very much. Uh, we're talking about, Big J, a hands-free bathroom. What do you think about this? Here's the problem, and, and obviously, in my opinion, some of it had uh, to take place before the pandemic. Uh-huh. Uh, but I don't like the hands-free uh, sink situation because, you know, I like some water pressure coming when I wash my hands, man. And these in particular that we have here, they never get hot. No, they don't. You're right. And it's just, you know, I want hot water when I'm washing my hands. I feel like I'm not doing any good if I don't have some hot water. Well. That's very frustrating. I mean, are you doing it for any period of time? Like, are you doing it for the 25 yeah, to 30 yeah, seconds? Yeah, yeah, okay. but it still doesn't get hot. It doesn't get hot. It does get warm. Barely. But it doesn't get hot. You're barely. right. Barely. So that's my that's my one frustration about it. But we already have hands-free sinks. There's nothing new about that. That is something that's been around for a while. We even have hands-free dryings. What I'm talking about is a full-on hands-free bathroom experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, you know, before we were uh, the, the pandemic happened, hygiene was really just a question mark for at least 95% of you. <laughs> it would appear that way. And now yes. there is one part, at least of an airplane, that nobody wanted to touch, and that was the bathroom door. But now a Japanese airline is testing the hands-free bathroom door that passengers can open up with your elbow or your forearm. Now, one of the challenges of designing anything for an airplane, of course, is a lack of space. The laboratory opens inward, so that makes less aisle blockage or have small flat handles instead of doorknobs. What you'll see on the prototype is something that is hygienic but also conserves space. Basically, uh, the familiar silver latch laboratory handle that you have in usual airplane bathrooms now has a spring attached, so you can open it by pressing it in instead of pulling it out. You see? It's Mm. a simple fix. Inside the bathroom, the locking mechanism looks pretty similar with a button you slide from side to slide on the other, but it's a larger size button that you can do with your elbows, and it makes it easier for you to have a completely hands-free door both inside and out so you don't have to increase the grossness involved in there. You already are in a Petri dish when you're in an airplane. Yeah. And so anyway, you can you know somehow at least give yourself a small advantage over that is good. Of course, the prototype only available if you're flying first class right now because oh. it's only good for the fancy of us. But the company is gathering feedback on it, and if it goes well through the end of next month, then they're talking about expanding it to all of their bathrooms. 
and it could get more widespread use and this could be the increase of us having a little bit more of at least the likelihood of getting in contact with other people's gross hands in places that we share a lot of and maybe just maybe if it works well in an airplane it could work well in other places as well like the public restrooms that you use big Jim. yeah and so that would come in handy and i am all for it whatever has less contact i am i am all for it. but you're right i mean it's a legit complaint that you have about water pressure and heat and temperature but you know uh there are other places that have better aspects of those things that do it the right way sure. like you've been i'm sure you've been in other bathrooms that have hands-free that are actually not terrible right uh yeah so it isn't the worst but it's possible that you could be out there and we could be uh, working in a hands-free world soon big j and so that's something that maybe uh if you're a little bit worried about other people and how gross they are you can look forward to on the morning after with nick and big j it's probably different from you, Big J. I wonder how you would feel if uh, you hadn't tested positive and had to stay away from everything for six weeks. But we've been spending a lot of time at home over the last six months, and that means a lot of us have been spending a lot more cooking. And a new study from about 2,000 U.S. adults find that about 55% of us say, damn, I am tired of cooking. <laughs> it has left us feeling fatigued. With restaurants operating limitedly or, you know, basically just for pickup or something like that, people have been cooking an average of nine meals at home per week. That is way more than more than the pre-pandemic. While most respondents said they enjoy cooking, 69% said they wish it was possible to make a healthy dinner a little bit more quickly. 40% say they'd find planning their meals every night sometimes to be a tricky task. Furthermore... Limited trips to the grocery store have about 60% saying, listen, it's a lot easier to eat when you don't have to worry about how many times you're going to the store every week, too. We're lacking in fresh ingredients because I don't want to go to the store seven times a week. Yeah. Um, I, I say a couple weeks ago, I'm like, I can't, you know, it's not sustainable, you know, mentally and, and doing all this and then eating healthily as well, mm-hmm. which I think is really important right now. And so we, we went to uh, one of the food services, you know, the delivery homes. Yeah, so sure. The problem there, too, is, though, you got to make that. Well, yeah. And the one we got, is co- it's complicated sometimes, and there's <laughs> just, you know, a lot to, that goes in with it. But it's better than having to plan it out yourself. A full 60% say they have uh, ordered some sort of pre-made meal over the course of the pandemic as well. 40% of those say... It's more trouble than it's worth. <laughs> it's, I don't know if it's more trouble than it's worth, but I mean, it's um, it can be a I, lot. I really enjoy it. I still do. But it, since the pandemic happened, because of budgetary reasons, I had to stop. Because, I mean, listen, I like the pre-made meals, but they're also a significant amount of money. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's cheap ones out there, but you get what you pay for, I feel, too, sometimes. Talking the difference between when you make something for yourself, maybe five bucks a person. Yeah. As opposed to 11 or $12 right. a person from, you know, whatever service you ordered it from. Exactly. Exactly. And so there's that to keep in mind as well. But either way, however you're doing it, you're not alone if you're sick of being in the kitchen. It's just one of those deals that we've all kind of reached the end of our ropes when it comes to a lot of things. And the kitchen work is not an exception of that. Miami Heat, the Milwaukee Bucks, Oklahoma City Thunder, and Lakers are all winners yesterday. Miami is done with that series against the Pacers. They are done. Milwaukee leads 3-1, Lakers lead 3-1, and the series between the Thunder and Rockets are tied at two apiece. On the ice, the Islanders win game one of their series against the Flyers, and the Stars are up 2-0 in their series against the Avalanche thanks to a 5-2 win last night. And uh, the Chicago Cubs became only the second franchise in Major League history to get 11,000 wins last night. 
when they beat the Detroit Tigers 9-3. The Cubs got their very first victory in 1876. Big J, can you name the other franchise that has more than 11,000 wins? The New York Yankees? Incorrect. The Boston, or the uh, Dodgers? Incorrect. Atlanta Braves? Incorrect. I have no idea. San Francisco Giants. Uh, that's because they, of course, started in New York in 1883. Okay, I was trying to get around one of those original New York. They, uh, the Dodgers, you're close. They're almost at the uh, the 11,000 win threshold. In fact, they'll probably get there next week. Actually, uh, they're at 10,996. Right, so I was on the wins. right track. You were close, absolutely. Big J, we are now remaking our remakes. Are you happy with this? It's listen. It's not new. Tolly has been doing it forever. The Nutty Professor is getting another reboot from the company behind Scream 5 that's rebooting that series as well. Apparently, uh, the company Project X has bought the rights to the 1963 movie, which of course was remade in 1996, starring Eddie Murphy. No director or actors are attached to it. Uh, By the way, in 2004, The Nutty Professor was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress. How about that? Nice. The Eddie Murphy version, which also starred Jada Pinkett Smith, was a box office hit. It made $274 million worldwide. Of course, that led to a whole Clumps franchise. Don't forget that. Yeah. Because he played a bunch of different characters in the movie. I mean, that's like Eddie Murphy's thing. I don't know why, but it is. Every movie almost. Well, that movie started it. Well, no, that's not true. I guess Coming to America really started yeah. it. Where he played multiple characters in played it. like seven people in that movie. And then uh, the Nutty Professor... Did it, and then he did it for a couple other things, but he hasn't done that in a while either. Like, he stopped that. But either way, there was Nutty Professor 2, and then there was the clumps <laughs> that came out after that, and so it was a whole big deal. And now we're going to get another remake of the Nutty Professor, and we'll see how it all works out and see if people tend to care. We did not care about the Dr. Doolittle Jerry Lewis rebooted movie that's been rebooted a bunch of times, and Robert Downey Jr. just tried to do it. We were not into that. Nope. So maybe we'll be into this. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, here's your chance to get a ticket to the Metallica Encore Night Drive-In Experience. It's happening the 29th. That's coming up this week, friends. Uh, We've got tickets for you to the uh, Cobble Terrace Drive-In, and uh, we'll get you set up with that. you got to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown, though, today, and we'll see if you can give him a run for his money. All right, the prize package is pretty cool, man. It can get up to six of you into the drive-in this Saturday. It also gets you four copies of Metallica's S&M 2 album, for you to download so it's a beautiful prize package it's worth well over a hundred dollars and it gives you weekend plans if you'd like to play 208-287-1003 that is our phone number if you want to play around of pop culture smackdown big j are you ready with questions yeah to the phones we go hello the x hello good morning man what's your name tim all right tim you're up first good luck gene simmons is the bass player for what classic rock band yes right yes Yep, that's right. Uh, Nick, Tom Skerritt's uh, celebrating a birthday today. Uh, he played Commander Mike Metcalf in Top Gun and told Maverick, you'll pick up your Rio when you get to the ship, and if you don't, give me a call. I'll fly with you. What was his call sign? <laughs> all right, let me run through all the call Come signs on. I remember from Top Gun. The guy that was in the movie for five minutes at the end, I got to remember his he call sign. He was in the, be- in the middle, in the beginning. Uh, yeah, but not as a call sign. Only During until the some end. of the, the, the fighter exercises for only Top Gun. Only the end. Uh, all right, so there's Maverick. We got a there's Top Gun movie Goose. coming out. There's Iceman. I don't think Tom Skerritt's involved in it. There's Iceman. 
Ah, oh, for crying out loud. Son of a whore. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Anything I say would just be a guess. Uh, Mark. No, man, that would never be a guess. Wrong. Somebody's name. Don't forget Michael Ironside, Jester. Uh, what was it? Viper. Viper. Right. Yeah, I never would have got there. Come on, man. I never would have got there. It's been too long. Congratulations, man. Uh, you got yourself all hooked up with some uh, fun little Metallica stuff happening this weekend at the old drive-in in Caldwell. Hang on one second, and we'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all good to go there. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some headlines next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> headlines are as follows. Wait, this worked? Bad day and relatable. Bad day. Nightmare fuel is everywhere right now, but this story is particularly scary. Authorities in Detroit, Michigan are investigating after a young woman was declared dead before employees at a funeral home realized she was actually still alive, bro. The drama began unfolding Sunday evening when the Southfield Fire Department responded to a call about an unresponsive female. After 30 minutes of CPR and other measures, paramedics concluded, you know what? Game over. She's dead. So the body was released to the James J. Cole funeral home. Workers from the funeral home then picked up the body after getting clearance from the medical examiner's office. But then staff discovered uh, the woman is still breathing. Oh, my God. Huh? The woman was then taken to the hospital. I don't have any information about, you know, what's going on with her condition now. But Jesus H. Almighty. What? Like, I mean. Nightmare. Yeah. It's not like it's not like one of the stories over here where she like sat up in the morgue or something like that. But still, it's like, you know, hey, you know what you do even like? Would that be great? To, I mean, just oh man, there's so many. The room, <laughs> not the room, but uh, the the jacket. That's what I think of I think of that the jacket off. Well, yeah, but that's different. Like nobody thought he was dead. He was put in there for punishment. I know. Still, just the thought of being in there. <laughs> You think she tried time travel, maybe? Possibly. <laughs> and, had to, and had to uncover some sort of mystery? Is that what's happening yes. here? Yes, the yes, that's what's happening. Wait, this worked or relatable? Relatable. This is one serious customer. The Memphis Tap Room in Philadelphia recently re- received a kidnapper-style note from an infrequent customer, Ken Coral. Now, the restaurant's owner says the note arrived sometime last week and reads, quote, I was informed today by a colleague of mine with some troubling news. I nearly passed out when the text came in. I had to sit down for a minute, regain my composure. The text read, hey, they took the spaghetti and meatball hoagie off the menu. I figured this can't be. No! But in fact, it is indeed true. I am begging you, please reconsider putting this back on the menu. It's a staple of the community right now. And if anything's going to get us through this virus, it'll be the carbs on top of carbs hoagie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, he thinks the letter may be the work of a troll, pointing out that uh, the writer used a controversial nickname for a bunch of things involved in the letter. The letter was posted on Facebook, and followers seemed equally baffled and offended, but a uh, few did agree that the sandwich was worth this type of fandom. The owner did tell those people, hey, listen, the, ve- the vegan spaghetti and the meatballs plate is still on the menu. And if you ask, we'll make the spaghetti sandwich. But we're just taking it off the menu as a permanent item. So maybe he's making everybody happy. But I understand what it's like to be such a fan. I'm, I'm this close to doing this with the McRib. I, I, li- I It popped up in my memories yesterday. Oh, no. It's been, do you know how long it's been since the Treasure Valley has had McRib? It's do you know how years. long? It's years. It's been five, five years. Five years. Five years. 
since anybody in the Treasure Valley has had a McRib. It's crazy. Why? I don't know. I, I should. Do I need to write a kidnapping-style letter? I'll, I'll leave out the offensive stuff, but I'll do it. I'll go, listen, McDonald's in the Treasure Valley. Help. Your only hope. And we'll wrap it up with, wait, <laughs> this worked. You've got to do what you got to do to defend your home. And Chad Little says he decided to stay behind when his family evacuated their Vacaville home last week as the fires approached their neighborhood. He said he had hoses set up around the house to provide a constant source of water to keep the flames away, but he started to worry once they shut off the area of water to his home. So he grabbed one of his 30 packs of Bud Light. And luckily, he had several packs of Bud Light on hand. Yeah. And he says he poked holes in the can and he used the beer to save his property. Uh, he said he did add that the firefighters eventually did arrive in the neighborhood and help keep the flames away from his home, but he does credit the poking holes and cans of Bud Light to put forth some sort of weird barrier around his house that he feels he helps work. So there's that. That's I mean, research that's, and development right there for free. For, that's a for commercial, Bud, yeah. Right? At some point. I'm sure that he's going to get some free Bud Light out of this, too. It's not a bad play. If he's looking for free stuff, but he thankfully it. his home's okay. And or is that just a bad way? Is that a, is that the kind of a disrespect to Bud Light? I ask. No, because he was, he was desperate. He had right. to use the stuff he had stocked up. Makes sense. And uh, good, luckily he had several thirty packs of Bud Light on hand. He might have a problem. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. Pandemic man. Here's traffic. It's true. I do wonder sometimes when I go to the store, I'm like, man, there's a lot of beer gone. The guys are. Taking five, six, thirty packs at a time. Your chance to win that CD is coming up here in a few minutes with Bad Impressions here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. But Big J, I have a question for you. When you hear this, what do you think of? Yeah! NFL football, baby! And a recap of the morning after fantasy football league. Yep, that's been our theme for the morning after fantasy football league. <laughs> Not like it has been the Fox NFL team forever, too. But uh, that has been what we have used to talk about the morning after fantasy football league the last couple of years. And it's probably something that should be a topic of discussion once again, because believe it or not, we're pretty damn close to football happening. Yeah, yeah. We usually at uh, this point, a little behind the game, I think. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it's it's they're planning on a season. Yeah. Yeah, and who knows what's going to happen or how it's going to shake out, but I think the consensus around here, at least, in my opinion, is if they're going to give the old NFL season a college try, then we, at the very least, should give the Morning After Fantasy Football League a college try. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I mean, it's been part of the show from the very beginning. Yeah, and uh, listen, tomorrow we're going to celebrate officially 13 years on this radio station, and so why not do a 13th season of the Morning After Fantasy Football League? Maybe, Nick, it's lucky 13 for one of us. 13 years, neither of us have made... I, uh, we've both made the Super Bowl, but neither of us have won the Super Bowl. And it's like, at this point, you know, uh, I, I think a time or two we've considered the fact, because there's only so many uh, openings to be in the league, that we would combine and add, share a team. Yeah. Uh, but at that point, without one of us win, I mean, it just seems like we've got one of us has got to get in there before we can do that. <laughs> I, uh, I tend to, I tend and to, and then agree. that person would be the ultimate manager of the combined team. Plus, the people do tend to enjoy when you and I go head to head in the, uh, in the. Well, the it's ma- been all you lately, <laughs> so in the matchups, maybe it is just me that enjoys when we go head to head. Then, but either way, no, we I mean, have you've been winning most of those <laughs> I know. matchups. We have decided that uh, we shall go forth. And uh, do a morning after fantasy football league 
uh, draft, but we're going to talk about doing something a little bit different, yes? Yeah, I mean, generally we get together, and part of the fun of a fantasy football draft is, uh, you know, being there, uh, doing a live draft in person, but you know what, right now that's not possible. No, really. No, we can't. Uh, we can't do that, or at least do it with a clear conscience, anyway. And so, uh, the idea is that we pull something off virtually. Like, if you win a slot in the morning after fantasy football league, we agree for you to be on your phone or doing something uh, technology-wise in order for us to be together and still virtually do a morning after fantasy football draft. And I think that would be fun and cool and entertaining. Although the difficulty would be, you know, the uh, the, the the balancing and juggling of technology because sometimes you're using your computer as a way to tell you who you're going to draft next as well as be your broadcast uh, kind of hub. But I think it would be fun. It would be interesting for us to pull that off and for us to do that. So uh, we're just gauging interest at this point, right? Yeah. And so if you think it's something that you might be into or you would want to or we should go forward with, let us know. Texas on in. Let us know if it's something that you would be able to do or could do. And then maybe just maybe very, very soon be able to give away some slots in the uh, morning after fantasy football league. That would be a very good idea, I think. Uh, absolutely. And, um, you know, like I said, you can get us on the Facebook page mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, the TDS Fiber text line. Let us know. Yep. Let us know if it's something you would be interested in. If so, uh, we will uh, continue forward with our plan of the morning after fantasy football league year number 13. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to do some bad impressions to win that Metallica album. That is next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and we've got for you a nice prize here for bad impressions. S&M 2 from Metallica comes out on Friday, Nick, and uh, we'll get somebody set up with an album for free here if you can figure out bad impressions. Highly recommended. Physical copy of S&M 2 coming your way as the prize for bad impressions if you want it. Time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. That's the phone number. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has worked hard and diligently to come up with three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, some Metallica coming your way. And hopefully... Uh, A legitimate impression today, Nick. Okay. I think I already know who it is. Hello, the X. (laughs) Hey, it's Britton. All right, man. You're up first. Good luck. Losers always whine about their best. Wait, will you repeat that? Yeah. Losers always whine about their best. Uh, I don't know. What's the next one? Yes! I was the first Bond, James Bond. Why are you laughing? Yeah, These are... but give me the next one. No, no, those are I, all three, are sir. All three of them. Wasn't like one. Oh, eight. that was all three? Yeah. Yes. Um. Sean Connery? Yes. Yeah, that was good. You got the yes to the, That's the all second I can do time. Is <laughs> yes. You sounded more like Marv Albert the first time. Congratulations, yes. man. Hang on one second. We'll get some uh we'll get some metallic SM coming your way. And why is Sir Sean Connery in the news? Sean Connery's birthday today. Happy birthday, Sean Connery. Ninety freaking years old. Crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. Although he has fully retired. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, even from the limelight, uh, I can't imagine I don't oh, yeah. remember the last time I saw him. I mean, he probably looks like a skeleton at this point. Oh, that's not very nice to say. But either way, it is his birthday. Favorite James Bond of Sean Connery's Big J. Um, boy, I mean, Goldfinger is the standard for me. It's very good. It's a very good movie. Would that be your no, favorite Mr. Sean Bond, Connery movie? I, yeah, I mean, he's great in Indiana Jones' and Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. 
I love Hunt for Red October, though. Hunt for Red October is great. I mean, he's he's been pretty good in, in, in most things. That, I've never seen a bad Sean Connery movie. Yes, you have. Oh, yeah? Sure. You ever see, like, Zardoz or something like that? No. Nope. he's in that crazy space uniform? Or how about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I don't movie? mind it. Really? That's not a good movie, though, Big J. Come on, you're better than that. I've liked plenty of terrible movies. You're right about that, too. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up this show here next on the X-Rocks. So, ladies from Marilyn Manson, we are Chaos. Brand new X-Rock there wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big J will watch a movie tonight called Trumbo. And give us a review of it tomorrow morning to wrap up Streaming Dumbass. That will be fun. I believe the people have weighed in and are overwhelmingly in support of a virtual morning after fantasy football draft. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So for nobody said, nobody said, I don't want that. Screw you idiots. Nobody told us to pound sand? Yeah. But, you know, several of the people who've been in the league before would love to <laughs> do it all over. You're kidding. The people that had fun in the past want to have fun again? I That's know. Crazy. What a treat. On top of that, we also had a chance to give away some Metallica stuff, which will continue tomorrow. Tomorrow, a Blu-ray of SM2 will be up for grabs, as well as uh, additional tickets and carload passes to the drive-in in Caldwell for the Metallica drive-in concert happening on Saturday. So that's a great reason to tune in tomorrow. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, and uh, we've said it before. We'll say it again. Stop licking your fingers. And KFC also supports us, even though their chicken is finger-licking good. Yeah, they're pulling the motto, which I think maybe I was I was thinking about it because I was like, didn't we talk about this like a month ago? I think they were they pulled it in like another country and we were making fun of them for it. And now they're pulling it here in the United States as well. Yeah, and that's what it boils down to. So uh, no more. F- I mean, what? I don't know if we need their slogan to, to be paused for us to realize that that's not a good idea right now. Yeah, again, that would be common sense weighing in. But there's not a lot of that going around these days. So I suppose we can't uh, leave it to it. We have to be <laughs> led like toddlers to where they want us to go at the end of the day. Uh, how does it feel to be led by a fast food restaurant, <clears throat> Big J? Pretty good. Awesome. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X Rock.